Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first ever episode of Unscripted. These kinds of episodes here are where we just kind of come on here, talk about our opinions. Doesn't really mean much in the scope of things, but it's just something fun for us to do. Today, we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Today, I'm joined by David and Dom. We're going to start off with the first question of who is going to be the bigger deciding factor in this game, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady or everyone else who plays in the Super Bowl? I'm going to kick it over to Dom first. So quarterback's the most important position on the field. If you're not getting good quarterback play, you don't stand a chance in any game that you play in the NFL, let alone the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I, I, I think the obvious answer here is both Mahomes and Brady being the biggest deciding factors. Yeah, Dom, I would agree with you if I didn't think that the defenses are going to be a lot more important than this game. I honestly think that the reason the Buccaneers have struggled this year when they do lose games is because of the offense that is run. And Tom Brady isn't used to that, like throwing down the field gunslinger kind of offense. So if they come out and they're really like trying to beat the chiefs with, you know, a thousand cuts, I think that they have a really good chance and, and Tom Brady would be a big factor in that game. But if they come out and they're trying to, you know, open the field up and throw it down the field, I think that that's going to leave Tom Brady open up to throw interceptions, which he has done in certain situations more often than in the past. So I think actually everybody else in this game is going to be really big. I think it's going to be key on the Buccaneers defense to stop Patrick Mahomes to get the ball back to Tom Brady. And I think it's going to be key on the Chiefs defense to close off those shorter things and make Tom Brady throw the ball down the field and put himself in situations where he throws us interceptions. What do you think, David? I think that, of course, the quarterback position is the most important position. Any good team that has made to the Super Bowl has had at least a decent quarterback. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are examples of the best quarterbacks currently as it sets. So I think it really just comes down to the cornerbacks as well as the wide receivers really because on both sides of the ball both offenses have really great target to be honest between Tyree Kill Mike Evans and so as long as the corners and the safeties and basically the secondaries of each defense can step up and be able to control their wide receivers I think that whoever does that best can honestly win this game because see that's that's where just looking at the numbers um Tampa Bay's past defense ranked 21st in the league this year you know most defenses you're not gonna be able to stop Patrick Mahomes you can only hope to slow him down Mm -hmm. which I don't think Tampa Bay has the secondary to be able to slow down all the weapons that Kansas City has. So that puts even more pressure and makes Tom Brady even more important to be able to try to keep up. Because that's the only way that you're going to be able to, to have a chance is if you can try to keep up with that offense. Well, here's But here's where I'll, I'll disagree with you on that one too, and that's why I think that defense is going to play a bigger role in this Super Bowl than what people think is because if we go back to the last time that Brady was in the Super Bowl against the Rams, that was such a low-scoring game. And when you think about it, I know when you look at the Patriots' offense, it wasn't really that high-scoring that year either, but they were able to score points. And when you look at the Rams' offense, they were able to score points as well, too. It hurt that that Todd Gurley obviously was hurt in that game or throughout the game, and he really wasn't able to play to his full potential. But at the same time, it was the fact that Brady was able to really methodically hold on to the ball and really – you know, like I said, kill them with a thousand cuts and keep the ball out of Goff's hands. And when he did get the ball, their defense was able to step up and make the plays because they had rest. They were able to sit on the sidelines and make adjustments when they needed to. So if you can keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, 
and you can just do those long methodical drives, even, even if you're only getting a field goal or a touchdown out of it, you're giving your defense time to prepare and rest for that next drive. You know what I mean? So I really think that if they do those things, I, I don't think that that's what, you know, Bruce Arians is going to want to do. He's going to want to come out and throw the ball and be flashy about it. That's why I think the Chiefs defense is going to be able to back Brady into a corner where he throws two or three interceptions in the game and he has to play from behind and come back, like you were saying before, Dom. Well, I mean, that's what these two teams played in week 12, and that's pretty much what happened. You know, if you look at the, if you look at, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes' numbers from that game. Tom Brady threw for three touchdowns, but he also threw for he also threw two interceptions. Yeah. You know, he was 27 to 41 for 345. That's why that's why I think like in this game, honestly, like I think Arians is gonna lean on that defense a lot and he's gonna let Tom kind of play his game because he wants to win the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Uh, he's not gonna want to go call plays and put Tom in positions that he's not gonna be able to do. He's not he's not a gunslinger. He never has been. So, but I, I just don't think they have the defense to do it. Yeah. You know, the secondary is not good. And to be able to, you know, maybe slow down Kelsey a little bit or stop some of the routes up the middle. Mm-hmm. And you got to drop back a lot of your linebackers and you're going to be relying on your defensive line solely to be the pass rush. And they're at uh, stopping the run than they are stopping the pass or pass rushing. Yeah. Well, and that's... if they're stuck playing man, they're, they're screwed because nobody's going to be able to play a man against Tyreek Hill, McCall Hardman, you know, Travis Kelsey, there's just too many weapons. Well, with that said, it goes back to the saying of it's any given Sunday, anything really can happen. And as long as that defense can really hold, they don't need to be the best. They just need to be able to do their job and do it properly. Yeah, That's all they really need to do. I know we've kind of already yeah. hinted on it, but I would just like to you know, jump to our next question and kind of ask David, what do you think each team needs to do to win? You know what I mean? We've kind of already answered it a little bit, but specifically, what do you think each team needs to do to win? I really think that the defense on the Buccaneers needs to step up, really. And I think that they've done a pretty decent job considering that they're in the Super Bowl and the other teams aren't. In terms of the Chiefs, I would say probably just give Mahomes the room to just be Patrick Mahomes, really, because that's what it's really come down to. It's like, yeah, they have essentially offensive monsters to a degree. I don't know if that's the right terminology for it, but if they don't have a decent quarterback, at least, then those offensive outlets can't really do anything. So it really just comes down to Mahomes being able to do what he does best. Yeah. What do you think, Dom? I think it's for Tampa Bay to win. They're going to be ha- they're going to have to get to the quarterback because um, if you give Patrick Mahomes time just to sit in the pocket, you know they're they're already kind of behind the eight ball with the secondary that they have going up against the weapons that the Chiefs have. They're going to have to get to the pocket. They're going to have to force Mahomes to make mistakes because they can't let Mahomes sit in the pocket all day and just absolutely destroy their their secondary. But for Tampa Bay's offense, I think they need to they need to try to slow the game down and they need to run the ball. You know, I don't think they should rely on it solely like the Browns do, but I think they need to run the ball more than 13 times like they did last time against the Chiefs. Um, especially if you, you can kind of wear them out in the first half with Leonard Fournette just running up the middle and kind of open up the passing game for Tom Brady in the second half, I think they'll give them a good shot. Um, with the Chiefs, they just need to keep doing what they're doing, you know, kind of just air the ball out, get the ball in the hands of Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, 
McCall Hartman every now and then, you know, maybe, you know, some wheel routes out the backfield with Le'Veon Bell um, or Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, depending on how he's feeling. I know he's had some injury issues as of late, um, but I mean, their, their defense, it's underrated in my opinion, you know, their offense is so good. It kind of lets their defense kind of play free. They're not feeling as stressed because they're not trying to come back from any sort of deficit. They're always playing ahead. So if the Chiefs offense can give the defense a lead and their defense can play freely, I think I think the Chiefs are going to go away with this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a few things you guys said. I, I definitely think in order for the Buccaneers to win this game, like Arians needs to let Brady play his game. He needs to let Brady kill the Chiefs defense, you know, by, you know, doing little short passes, lots of slants, lots of ins and outs. And he, they need to rely on the run game, like you were saying, because it's all about time of possession, really, in the Super Bowl. If, if they if they can possess more time than the Chiefs, then they're putting Patrick Mahomes in panic mode. You know what I mean? And he's got to – he doesn't throw very many interceptions, but he is – he is very smart about where he puts the ball. And, and a lot of times he will put it in places where he knows nobody's going to catch it. So that helps, you know, them get more three and outs or, or helps those situations. So I really think that if they're going to win the game, they got to control it offensive wise, and they got to give their defense enough time to rest from dealing with all, all the speed that the chiefs have. And they need to give them time to, you know, scheme and, and, and plan before they go back out and play them on another series. And I actually think the chiefs, need to almost do the same thing. I, I think that the Buccaneers are going to expect them to want to use that speed to either go deep or hit some mid-range passes. And I think coming out of the gate, I think that they should rely on the run game with Edwards Alaire and Bell and um, kind of do those short passes as well and draw that defense in. And then that's that, that stuff deep will open up into the second half. I, I think that Tyreek Hill had such a big first half in that game that they're going to key in on him. So I think what the Chiefs should do is stay away from Tyreek Hill on purpose in that first half, unless it's like stupid open and really kind of spread the ball around and do those short, you know, passes, runs and stuff like that. Possess time, give their defense time to really, because it's just, it's different when Tom Brady picks you apart little by little. You know what I mean? I Like when you watch him do that to teams, it really deflates them. So you need to give them time to rest and mentally prepare for that next series. But obviously we've kind of talked about what each team needs to do to win. I just kind of want to see where you guys think each quarterback is going to be yards wise. Do you think that at the end of the game, Mahomes is going to have a big game again with a bunch of yards? Or do you think Brady's going to have more yards thrown than he will in um where do you think they're going to be touchdown to interception ratio by the end of the game as well, too? Uh, Dom, we'll start with you. I think Mahomes is going to throw for more yards. Um, I don't think it's going to be outrageously more yards than Brady. I think Brady's still going to have a good game because it is Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. You know, he always seems to have a, a good regular season, and then he just finds another mode in the Super Bowl. I mean, look at what he did a couple years ago against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, throwing for over 500 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see I could see Mahomes staying around where he was last time against the Bucks. He threw for 456. I could see him staying around that, maybe throwing for a little bit more, um, maybe like 4, 475, getting up near 500. Um, and then I wouldn't be surprised if Brady throws for about 400 as well. And I I think I think Mahomes, again, is going to throw for more touchdowns. I can see him throwing for maybe three, maybe four, um, just because I know that, that defense is pretty 
suspect at times for the for the Buccaneers, especially in that secondary. But with all the weapons that Brady has, I wouldn't be surprised if he also throws for three or four. But I, I could see Tom Brady maybe throwing a pick or two as well. Yeah, I mean, when I when I think about it, I like I said before, I think if they're smart, they're gonna let Brady play his game. And I don't think he's gonna throw that many interceptions like he did last time. I mean he only threw two, but those are big in a Super Bowl. So I think that Arians is going to want him to be as comfortable as possible. So I do think Brady ends up being right around that like three touchdowns like he did last time but I don't think he eclipses 400 yards I think he stays underneath that because I do think they're going to rely more on the run game to kind of control clock and everything I do think Mahomes is going to get over that 400 yard mark but I think he's going to have closer to four touchdowns this time but I will I do think he is going to throw an interception I think that that defense is going to do a good job of baiting him into throwing one and giving one away and that's going to help the Buccaneers late keep this game close. What do you think, David? I think that both quarterbacks will probably be within the 300 range, mostly because, so if I had to give an exact amount, I think that Mahomes will probably be a little under 400, like the 375 to 380-ish mark, with Brady kind of being 300 to 350, give or take. And mainly because I don't think that, I think that we've mentioned many times before that they should be focusing on the run game and preserving clock. And it and I think whoever really does that best, who will determine kind of like which quarterback throws more yards and more touchdowns, really. And so I think that Brady will probably be around 350. Mahomes will probably be 375 to three or 400, give or take, with Mahomes probably throwing two ch- two touchdowns, maybe three. And Brady probably another two touchdowns as well. Now, I think they'll probably each throw an interception or two, because obviously no one's perfect. And even some of the best in some of the toughest conditions in which the Super Bowl really is will screw up. Because if we look back at the LA Rams, the LA Rams back when they were in the Super Bowl had a very legitimate chance of winning that Super Bowl. But when they got into that big stage and were under the under the lights, they were not the same LA Rams that most people saw during the yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I did hear something earlier uh, this week. Dan Orlowski said that he thinks Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a sneaky pick for Super Bowl MVP. And it got me thinking. I was like, you know, obviously the, the Patriots, or it's not the Patriots, the Chiefs are going to want to put their foot on the pedal and score as many points as possible. That's that's just how they work. But it would totally be funny if they came out and switched it up and really ran the ball a bunch and gave it to you know, a layer and let him go to work. And, and I think he might be a bigger factor in this game than what a lot of people are giving him credit for. So, but just keep the ball rolling. Let's move on to the next topic. I did want to get your guys's opinion on Brady himself. And I wanted to know if Brady is able to win this Super Bowl. where do you guys think this puts him in the conversation with the rest of the world's greatest athletes of all time? So we'll uh, start with David on this one. Honestly, I think that you'll probably be the greatest of all time, really, across all the boards, no matter what professional sport we're talking about because how many athletes out there can say they have six rings numerous records and multiple other playoff opportunities not that many the only people that can really say that is obviously michael jordan and 
to a degree, even LeBron James. Now, obviously, LeBron doesn't have all the championships that Michael in that Michael has and stuff like that. But honestly, I think it really just the fact that they have the same number of championships between Brady and Michael Jordan is just great, honestly. So with the fact that, like I said before, the championships and numerous records, I think he'll probably be one of the greatest, if not the greatest. Okay, interesting, interesting. I will, uh, I'll give my take on this in a sec. I'm gonna let Dom. Uh, speak on what he thinks though yeah david i I'd, I'd agree with you there um no one's been able to be as successful for such a long period of time than brady i mean i know you can make the argument for lebron he's been doing it for 17 years he's still at the top of his game but this is brady's what 22nd season he's 43 he just yeah. threw for 40 touchdowns in the regular season this is his 10th 10th Super Bowl appearance mm-hmm. that that's more than it's more than a lot of that's that's more than really any team and if he if he wins he'll have more Super Bowls than any other team in the NFL let alone any individual player and it, it'd be the most Super Bowl wins by any player in mm-hmm. NFL history and I mean if, if you look at other athletes in other sports I mean Michael he's got his six rings you know I, I think I think he's going to be right up there on Mount Rushmore of best athletes in all sports, at least American sports. Yeah, I mean, I hate to agree with you guys. I mean, obviously, for me, I'm not the biggest Brady fan, but I can respect what he's been able to accomplish over his career. Like Dom said, I mean, you have a 20-year-plus career. He's been to the Super Bowl in 10 years. When you think about, like, the average career for an NFL player, I think they said it was, like, five to seven years or something like that. That's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. he has more Super Bowl wins than whatever the average is for an NFL player to be in the NFL on a year basis. So it's very much. And I think the average is even less than that, to be honest. Yeah, it's not it's not much. Not many people make it to their second contract. So it's it, it, it's amazing to think about how he's been able to, you know, sustain for this long, sustain this grade of play for this long. I really think about what he's done. You know, he's done more with less over his career. And it's interesting to see that he went to a team that had more. He didn't have an off season and he took them to a Super Bowl and he beat somebody like Aaron Rodgers on the way there. So I think that if he's able to win this Super Bowl, this will be seven Super Bowls in 10 appearances. And I, I do think, I think that puts him probably almost atop that Mount Rushmore of greatest players of, of all time or greatest athletes of all time, just because he's been doing it for so long. And there, there's still an opportunity for him to do it again next year if he's able to pull it off this year. So, and to kind of bounce off of that, it's kind of funny. I forget who posted it, but I think someone was like, Tom Brady was like on Twitter, literally said, Tom Brady was literally chose a team and was like, Hey, you want to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, honestly, you think about it, like the only person that we can really, I guess, look at in that regard to just join a team and change them completely is that we've seen. in I guess our lifetime at this point is really LeBron. I mean, you mm-hmm. look at the places that he's gone, he's immediately put them into the finals or championship contention, at least. So, you know, obviously LeBron only has five out of the 10, so he is a little bit less, I guess, um, average wise there, but same thing. It's amazing. Like I said before, to see him be able to go to a new team 
without an offseason and get it done. So we'll see what happens. Before I get the guys' picks on who they think is going to win the Super Bowl, I did kind of want to go over some of the more funny prop bets that are happening around the league or happening around the world, I guess, for the Super Bowl. So um, the first one is uh, how many times will Giselle be shown? And the <laughs> the over is about 1.5 times for the over, and that's about negative 240. And then the under is one under 1.5 times, and that's plus 165. So I just kind of wanted to see what you guys think. Do you think it's going to be the under or the over? I'm going with the under. I think I'm they'll show under her as well. I think they'll show her once just to show everyone that she's there. And then that'll be it. <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go over because I do think they're gonna hit her right off the bat that one time at the beginning. They'll be like, Oh look, it's Giselle, cool, awesome. But I think depending on how the game goes, like the ups and downs of it, I think they're going to show her reaction a lot more because there's not as many people that are going to be in the stands. There's not as many celebrities that are going to be there. So they're really only going to be able to key off of her. You know what I mean? So I think honestly, we see her like four or five times throughout the game, especially if Brady is doing well and the Buccaneers are winning. You know what I mean? Well, Um, I understand where you're coming from, Nick. Yeah. But uh, I still think it's probably going to be the under, or I'll probably even say this. I'll probably say it's even. You'll cover? Okay. I like it. Because it's like they'll probably show her when there's probably like a big play made by Brady. They'll probably show her at the beginning and maybe at the end when on the off chance that – or not off chance, on the chance that the Buccaneers actually win. Yeah. I mean, listen, hey. For the people that are going to listen to this podcast, why don't you comment on one of our posts and let us know who was wrong, who was right, who was just completely out of the box on this one. Like I said, I I think she's going to be shown four or five times. (laughs) Dom's going with with the under. David's going to break even. We'll kind of see where we go from there. Um, The second like little prop bet that (laughs) that I heard of was just like the color of Gatorade that's going to be poured on the winning coach. So right now, lime, green, and yellow are at plus 320. Orange is plus 165. Red is plus 165. Um, Clear or water is plus 700. Blue is plus 800. And then purple is plus 1100. So do you guys think... Purple. Why of all colors, purple? I don't know. I mean, hey, it's it's there. It, it's it's one of the flavors. So, where are you guys at? Which color? I mean, blue Gatorade's the best Gatorade. So I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna have a couple five gallon buckets of the of blue Gatorade on the chief sideline and I'm just gonna dump it on Andy Reid at the end of the game. Okay. Okay. Well, I kind of agree with Dom on that front, and plus, blue's also my favorite color. So just personally, I'd probably, I'd say blue. (laughs) However, if I had to choose, I would probably say orange because majority of the time you'd see teams just using orange Gatorade really. And that's probably the only one that you ever see get poured. Yeah. I, I, I think they kind of uh, have one on the side that it has something to do with the team's colors. So either we're going to get, you know, I think a red one or a yellow one for maybe the Chiefs even. And, you know, blue, like everybody said, that it kind of is the best color or not the best color, but the best flavor. So I, I do think that's a strong possibility as well, too. Then for the third one that we have, it says, what will be mentioned first? You know, obviously excluding commercials will be that it's Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl, which is a minus 180 or 
how old Tom Brady is, which is a plus 140. I'm going to go first on this one. I'm probably going to go age first leading into the 10th Super Bowl. Okay, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I, I could see the opposite. I feel like they're going to cut to him like right as the game's about to start. They'll be like, oh my God, this is 10th Super Bowl at the age of 43. You know, I think yeah. they'll mention it in the same sentence, but I think they're going to do the fact that it's the 10th Super Bowl first and then his age. I do. I do agree that it's going to be within the same sentence, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one that is uh, talking about will a fan run onto the field during the game and yes, is plus 700 and no, is minus 1600. Obviously, there's not going to be many fans in the stands, so yeah. I don't know if it'd be smart for anybody to run on the field, but... And hey, plus, if, if they try to attempt it, they'll probably know about it. Because it, it's like the fans, as you said, are not – there's not that many. Yeah. So if well, they try not to only attempt – Not only that it's going to be a small crowd, there's going to be 25 – there's like 20,000 people there, but like 7,000 of them are going to be healthcare workers. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I can't really see a bunch of nurses jumping into the field <laughs> during the game. Well, I mean, hey, listen, Don, you never know. They get the opportunity to go ahead and do it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think that's going to be a no. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, so, they, they also they ramp up security so much. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. there's no it's way. such a big event. There's no way you're getting out of the field. Yeah, for sure. All right, then the next one we have is uh, which company will air the first commercial after uh, the coin toss? So we have Bud Light is 15 to 1, Budweiser is 15 to 1, Coke is 19 to 1, Hyundai is 19 to 1, Skittles is 19 to 1, then Mars M&M's is 24 to 1, and then you have Kia at 24 to 1 as well too. So do you think it's one of those ones or do you think it's a different one? I heard, I I don't remember which company, but one of the companies are like not actually going to air a commercial. Oh, wow. I forget. Yeah, I, I did forget, see that somewhere. I forget who it was. I want to say it was maybe Bud Light and that's probably why it's so little. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Bud Light and Budweiser are, like, the two biggest sponsors of yeah. the Super Bowl. And especially, the fact that... Especially Budweiser. They always usually have a pretty big commercial, you know, mm. a couple of them that play during the Super Bowl, so... So, if I had to guess, it's probably either Coke or Skittles. So, I just found a list of companies that will not be doing ads in the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, Hyundai is on the list. They won't be advertising. Um, we're narrowing it down. Here we go, people. We're gonna give. We're you narrowing it down. Now. Coke is Coke is also not advertising. Oh, there's Dang. two of the list. Neither is Budweiser. Dang. Okay. And okay. considering Budweiser also makes Bud Light, <laughs> we're, I don't think we're gonna see. Okay. You know. You know what I was thinking though. I'd actually. So sorry to think... ruin the fun on that question there. <laughs> I mean, I guess hey, I'll go. I guess I'll go Kia. <laughs> I, I don't think it's actually any of them on the list. I, I think they're going to do some sort of like impactful. Um, yeah. I don't think it'll be maybe not a commercial is the, ro- the wrong word, but some sort of impactful message about, you know, the past year and everything and, and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. And and I think maybe something, hopefully something that lifts our spirits and stuff like that. And I, I think that's something we kind of need. Um, yeah. And, as a but country. I was, when I kind of said what I said, I was kind of like accounting for that really. Yeah. It's like, I was, think that most people who pay attention to the uh to the super bowl will probably take that into account as being one of the first things that they mention. yeah well our last one that we have on the list is who will the super bowl mvp mention first in their post-game interview will it be their teammates 
their coach, um, their religion, the owner, the city, or a family member. So teammates are minus 150. The coach is plus 1,400. Their religion is plus 210. Um, the owner is plus 1,600. The city's plus 650. And then a family member is plus 550. So just in case anybody wants to put money on it, we're just letting you guys know what those are. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go kind of offsides on this one, but I think they'll probably think healthcare workers first. Okay. I like that. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But if they don't, I'll probably say the city. Okay. I, I actually but, think it's going to go teammates, coach, city in like one run together sentence. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, you know, that's what we're going to get. And then they'll, you know, they'll obviously thank other people and stuff like that too. But I think it'll go, you know, teammates, coach, city, owner, um, and then family kind of in that order. But I, I did like yours, David. What do you mm-hmm. think, Dom? I think it's going to be teammates, then family, okay. and then religion. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they couldn't have got there without their team. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously without the support of their families, they probably wouldn't be where they are either. And then I know in a lot of post-game interviews, they make references to whatever religion they follow. So I wouldn't be surprised to hear that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now to close off, I just want to get who you guys think is going to win real quick. And then what do you think the final score is going to be? Dom? I'm going to go Chiefs. I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring than last game. I'm going to go Chiefs 35-28. I think it'll be pretty close, but I think Chiefs pull away with it. Okay. What do you think, David? I Now, this isn't just me trying to disagree with Dom or anything, but I think that the... No, you're just trying to disagree with me. But I honestly think that the Buccaneers will probably win in the sense that I think the defense will probably step up in the as most people do in the most the biggest game of their careers. So they'll probably take advantage. And I would say probably 30-25. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Dom. I think I think it's gonna be the I think it's gonna be the Chiefs and I think it's gonna be 35 28 i think that's what's going to be end up being so we do plan on kind of doing a breakdown of the super bowl after it happens so um for those of you guys who are listening we just want to thank you again thank you for tuning into our first unscripted episode uh we hope to kind of put more of these out like i said we're go- going to do one post super bowl and then we're going to continue doing these on different types of topics so again we are deep dive sports until next time hey everyone thank you for listening If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.